Taylor and welcome back to another Wednesday. It feels amazing to get to say that, literally just to say the least. Welcome to season three of She's Going Places. I'm so excited to be back. I'm so excited to be recording episodes for y'all and talking to you guys. I have missed you over the last few weeks that I have been away and I have so much to catch you up on. Life has been absolutely crazy. I feel like I can't even fit everything that's been going on into this week's episode and so I'm just going to have to give you guys some bullet points, some abridged versions, but I'm just excited to get to sit down and catch up and tell you where the heck I've been, what the heck I've been doing, how I'm feeling, what's life happening like right now, because I've taken a pretty long break from She's Going Places, and I seriously, I've never been off the podcast this long since it literally started. The break in between season one and season two, I think, was only two weeks, and I started posting again because I was so excited about the new season, and so taking like five or six weeks off, which I think is how long I haven't been posting episodes, has been the weirdest feeling. I never even imagined waiting this long. That definitely was not the original plan. The original plan was to just like get through graduation, get settled at home, record some episodes and like get going first week of January. And as you guys now know, as you're listening to an episode the first week of February, that just didn't happen. And so we're going to kind of just talk through what happened, what's been going on. And then maybe you guys will understand where we've been Regardless, so excited to be back. Thank you so much for staying subscribed to and staying in tune with She's Going Places. I seriously appreciate y'all being here. If you haven't already, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast down below on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you're following us on Spotify, following us on Instagram, TikTok, so you can stay up to date with all the new episodes and everything that is crazy going on in my life. Okay, let's hop right into what's going on and where have I been. So since we last talked, I was graduating college. That was the last episode of season two. And I was talking about the end of my time at college and what I learned in college, what I regret from being in college, all of the nitty gritty there. And what happened then after that episode went up is I graduated and that was such a weird experience. I was anticipating it to feel like high school graduation and it doesn't. College graduation is a lot more anticlimactic to say the least because like you're not graduating with like a bunch of people you know it's kind of strange like you're you're not sitting in between your friends like when I graduated high school I was sitting next to Hunter and so it was a lot more emotional I think it's your like first big event whereas with my graduation and maybe it's because I graduated early so none of my friends were graduating it was just like weird vibes but it was still really fun all my family came into town we got to celebrate and it was awesome but it was just kind of sad. I think when I graduated high school, like I was sad, but I was excited for college. And there was this like huge big thing that I was looking forward to. Whereas when I graduated college, of course I have big things coming up. And so I was excited for those, but there wasn't like a next school thing. And I I knew in the back of my head, I was about to have to say goodbye to all of my friends in Birmingham. I was packing up my apartment. I was moving out. I was driving home. So all that was kind of like lingering. And I knew, I think as I've talked about all of these big life changes that were coming up, I had been pushing off really thinking about them because I'm like, well, all of that doesn't happen until I graduate college. And so I think my college graduation was a little bit more overwhelming and a little bit more stressful for me because then I was like, oh my gosh, now the next month and a half is about to be the craziest month and a half in my, of my life. 
And I was right. And so that's where I think some of the weird feelings of graduation came in. But from there, we had the holidays, which was just awesome to be home. It was very restful, um, just like getting to be here with my family. And my brother came home, and we were all here together. Those literally feel like they were a year ago. I can't even believe I still haven't talked to you guys since then. And then after the holidays, like Christmas, New Year's, the whole thing, I had my bachelorette party, which if you guys are following me on my personal Instagram, you saw pictures from my bachelorette. I hope that I'm going to be able to do like a whole episode if you guys want about my bachelorette party because it was so much fun. My maid of honor did such a good job planning it. All of my bridesmaids and my friends that came were so wonderful on it. It was just a really fun time. And so that was just madness coming from the holidays to bachelorette, like prepping for bachelorette and I procrastinated. And so I was like ordering outfits and trying to get stuff and accessories and all the little different details. So that was a little stressful. And so I was trying to get all of that coordinated. And then I got back from bachelorette. And right after I got back from bachelorette, I had COVID and I was so sick. And so keep in mind in all of this, like in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, I need to start uploading episodes. My bachelorette was first week of January and then I got COVID and I was so sick for days and days and days and days and days. Like I didn't even have energy to walk from my bed to the bathroom. Like I I did not feel good. And so it was just dwelling for a long time. So I wasn't uploading episodes then. And so I was just getting more and more stressed. I was like, hey, I can just push it back a week, push it back a week, push it back a week to get started. And it just kind of didn't happen because then from there and while all these other things are happening, we are in full blown wedding planning mode because now it's like go time like if you think about bachelorette even that's beginning of January a month from there was going to be the wedding so that's when all of these little tiny details nitty-gritty last appointments big decisions lots of things started going on like there hasn't really been a day this break since I graduated college no I can confidently say there hasn't been a day where I have just sat around and done nothing there's always been something to do. There's always these little things that we need to do. Like I've been coming, I'll, I'll get through what's been going on, all these little things. But what I'm saying is, is that that's what's essentially been going on since you've last heard from me. It's not that I have just not been wanting to hit record. I really have wanted to hit record. It's just been a matter of mental space and energy and like getting better from being sick and like focusing on because I didn't want to push myself too hard when I was sick and then end up being sick longer, and then still being sick for the wedding. And so we've had a lot going on. So that's where I've been. Now let's talk about what's been going on. Let's talk about the nitty gritty. Let's hop into some wedding stuff. Because really, I I can't even, I can't even believe it. But when this episode comes out, right now I'm recording, I believe it's the 31st of January, right? Yes, January 31st. This episode's coming out February 2nd. I'm getting married February 5th. Okay, so this is fresh. I wanted to keep this episode really close to the release date because I really wanted to capture how I'm feeling like at at this point five days until I get married which saying that out loud feels wrong on every level like being this close in proximity to the wedding I seriously can't believe it and so I want to tell you guys what's been going on and give some examples of some of the last minute things I've been doing for the wedding over the last month and a half, essentially. So if you're planning a wedding or you know someone that's planning a wedding or you just love wedding content, because I love wedding content. I've always been a big wedding girl, literally since Pinterest got put into my hands, probably even before then, but you know what I mean. 
And so let's just chat about some of the things that we've had to do. This is not an extensive list. If I was making you an extensive list of everything that we've been doing, this would probably be a two-hour episode talking about all of it. So here's just some highlights. I just pulled some things that I crossed off my to-do list literally from this week, essentially. I just like scrolled through my Google Calendar, checked my to-do list, and I was like, oh yeah, wow, we did all of these things. So let's just talk about some of them because I think it's kind of fun and talk about kind of how all of this has been coming together. So first off, A big thing that's been going on is final alterations on my wedding dress, which my wedding dress, we got it from a bridal shop that's about an hour, hour and a half from my house. So every time we go there, it's like a, it takes up the entire day essentially because we have to get all the way down there and they never give us appointments in the morning. So they're always in the afternoons and it takes up a big chunk of our day. It, It basically wipes the entire day when we're doing wedding dress stuff. And so we have been going down for some final alterations since I last talked to you. I've probably gone in two or three times and now I officially have my wedding dress. It's here in the house, which is just weird. Like sometimes I'll just not be thinking about anything and be like, oh my god, my wedding dress is in the other room. But we got my wedding dress. It We had some drama <laughs> with the wedding dress, which in my... Essentially what happened was is we had a big miscommunication with the seamstress and there were some edits made to the dress that were not supposed to happen and it's been stressful but now we have the dress it's perfect in every way I literally cannot wait for y'all to see it but that has been some underlying stress that have that's constantly on the mind I feel like in this wedding season I've become the most vain I've ever been in my life because I'm constantly thinking about how am I going to look in this way and you're constantly thinking about all these details about yourself through this process like okay my nails need to look a certain way I have to get a spray tan this dress is oh we have to cut it this way you're just constantly thinking about what you're going to look like which has been stressing me out a little bit more just it was just a stress that I was not anticipating being so stressed out about my appearance um which has not been the most fun I think it's just part of wedding stuff because like you're the center of attention and and trust me it all matters like I want it all to be perfect like I'm not mad that it's happening it was just like a stressor that I was not anticipating being so concerned with all the little details of that so that's been one big thing is wedding dress stuff coming down to the wire then fixing timelines so we have a month of wedding planner or like wedding coordinator because our venue requires us to have a day of coordinator like someone there to be directing all the vendors, to making sure things are running smoothly. And honestly, I 10 out of 10 recommend you doing that or telling someone to do that because we definitely did not need a wedding planner for the wedding process. Like my mom essentially served as a wedding planner and she's been so awesome and so organized and like we've really done a lot of that together. But in terms of month of and especially day of, my wedding planner has been so good about like I feel confident that the wedding is in her hands for the day up and she's going to be handling all the behind the scenes stuff because there's so many small moving parts that you you cannot even put a pin in like she's coordinating literally every single detail like you don't you wouldn't think oh my gosh this cake cutting set because apparently when you're getting married you need a personalized cake cutting set that's engraved with your names on it I didn't know about that I had to order that like a month ago and she's gonna make sure that during the wedding the cake cutting set ends up with us at the cake at exactly 9 p.m. when we're cutting the cake like who else would be thinking about that if she wasn't there 
and then it's that tenfold with so many little moving pieces and details and special items and sentimental items. Like we're using my parents' their wedding champagne glasses as our toasting glasses, just kind of as like a sweet, it's not a something old. It was just kind of, I don't know, it was like a sweet detail. We got my mom's wedding box out and had that. And so she's going to make sure that those specific champagne glasses end up on our sweetheart table for the rest. There's just so many little things. Like, I just don't even know how to express that in words. So that's been really good. And our wedding planner has this website where she, it's like a minute by minute timeline of the wedding and all the vendors have been able to add and edit it. And we've been able to make comments and edit it and tweak it and tweak it. And we finally had our final wedding timeline meeting today about five days out from the wedding. And so that is like a beast of a document and it's still not even done. There's still more changes and more things that have to happen. And so definitely recommend coordinating with a wedding planner for the month of slash day of because it makes your life simpler. Okay, the next one, a big project that we've had is, I'll start off by saying this wedding is not a DIY wedding. It has escalated in in the best way possible. And so there really just hasn't, we just have so many amazing vendors. There really hasn't been things for us to DIY. Like I always pictured myself like DIYing like my wedding signage or making my own whatevers. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm a crafty person. Like I am decent at designing things and I've always been like that. So I just assumed that that would be what I did, but we just have the most amazing vendors who are handling everything and it's all rentals, and it, it just made more sense to do it that way, aesthetically, and mental sanity, not having to worry about all of these little pieces, and so there really has not been anything that I have done myself, like crafted, created, whatever. However, we decided to make our own wedding favors to keep costs down. We, I'll tell you a little bit about this, because I, it doesn't make any sense if I don't tell you what it is. If you're coming to the wedding, you know what the favor is. So we, I'm having like a very like Italian Tuscan wedding. The venue is very Tuscan. It looks like you're in Italy when you're at the wedding. It's like amazing. And so we really wanted to lean into that. That's like the whole vibe of the wedding is very Tuscan, classic Italian. I'm Italian. My whole family is Italian. It just made sense. I love it. And so for favors, I've always loved the idea of doing olive oil. And so we got an estimate from a place on Etsy to do the olive oil with tags and sprigs. It's beautiful. And it was going to be like $2,000. And I was like, okay, we need to start cutting costs somewhere. And like, that just seems really expensive. And so my mom worked it out and priced it out that if we did it ourselves, we would save so much money. And so that's what we decided to do. We went out and got our own olive oil. We went out and got our own rosemary slash like cutting, literally cutting sprigs of a plant of rosemary. And Hunter, like, we was pouring olive oil into these <laughs> glass containers with a funnel. I'm wiping the oil down, putting the rosemary in, trimming it, turning it a certain way. We're drying them. We're tying the hand tying all the tags on them. It has been a labor of love on these wedding favors, but it's kind of fun knowing that like something that all the guests are getting, like we've like very intentionally had our hands on. And so that has just taken a lot of time and energy, but it has been so much fun. The wedding favors are officially done, which is just good vibes. We're happy that they're done because it's just less stress, but that was something that we did that that has been keeping us busy. Another thing is just like assembling bags, wrapping gifts, getting like small goodies together. There's so many like 
gifts and little trinkets and things for so many people that we've had to like coordinate and put together and like snacks and candy and bobby pin like there's just a bunch of those little things and so it's been a lot of organizing I've also been packing for the honeymoon packing Hunter and I um so like that's what I do at like two o'clock in the morning when I'm like up because I'm drinking celsius every single day I started around midnight and I've been like packing and like getting things together and figuring out toiletries and all of that and so it's kind of hard to think about I, I think here's a here's a funny little note to throw in there I'm packing up everything because I'm moving to Texas like we're literally getting back from our honeymoon renting like a U-Haul truck packing the truck and driving to Texas like it's happening within days of each other and so I'm packing up my room and like purging my closet and throwing stuff out but then I need to leave out enough stuff to and think about when I'm packing for the honeymoon so I'm packing for the honeymoon but then I also still need clothes out for like this like week of me being here and then packing for the wedding weekend but then also making sure I have stuff out for the drive to Texas it has been nuts trying to keep all that straight so packing for the honeymoon has definitely been like I don't have a singular bathing suit out anywhere so I can't I literally can't wear a bathing suit for like the last like week or so so that's just kind of been funny today we got our marriage license which was crazy and super super weird so that was just another like little thing that you're doing like right before the wedding you know what I mean um just another thing on the list another to do another thing you're crossing off <laughs> One thing I did not account for that's been going on in the craziness is we are ordering like Amazon Prime. I guess that's like my big suggestion. I'm going to go into like tips and tricks about wedding planning and things I regret advice later. But it's coming up now so we're going to talk about it. Me and my mom have been joking. Our biggest wedding advice for anyone who has a wedding is for the year that you're planning your wedding. Get especially like the two months beforehand get an Amazon Prime membership. Literally, this wedding is sponsored by Amazon Prime. There's Amazon boxes everywhere. We have been ordering from Amazon every single day. We get multiple boxes a day. I literally thank the Lord for Amazon because Amazon has saved our butt in so many ways. We've been able to get so many things last minute. It comes so quickly. You guys know how Amazon works. But I wasn't anticipating us ordering so many things because we'll just be like, okay, order all five of the color, get it here, and then we'll just go return it. So then we're going to the UPS store like <laughs> every single day doing big sets of returns on the <laughs> because we're ordering so many things and like ordering so many dresses and so many different accessories and whatnot. So that's been going on is packages every day, which is honestly really, really fun. Another thing that's been going on that's probably been the most prevalent problem is we are having weather drama and this happens for a lot of people with weddings especially when you're having an outdoor wedding my entire wedding if all goes according to plan is 100% outdoors the venue outdoors is the most beautiful place on earth I will die saying that like in terms of wedding venues like the most amazing thing ever but like last minute, we weren't, we were so concerned about rain in Florida that we didn't think about it being too cold in Florida. And so we've literally been watching and monitoring the weather every single day to see if it's going to be too cold to have the wedding inside. And so a stressor on top of that is we have obviously our outside plan, like the wedding plan. But now in the last week, we've essentially planned an entire wedding to do it inside, to have the reception inside. And so like, that changes the seating layout and that changes how we want the centerpieces to look. 
we would be adding decor on the inside and so we're having to make calls days in advance it's very stressful and my parents have been so awesome trying to give me as much information as possible to make the best educated decision based on the weather as of right now the weather looks good it's been going kind of all over the place but right now the weather is perfect for us to be outside it just can't change so when you're listening to this on wednesday just stop pause this episode and say a little prayer that the weather stays perfect for my outdoor wedding. Please and thank you. And the last thing that's been going on is buying furniture and packing, you know, literally my entire life to move to Texas. So under all of this, under all the wedding planning and coordinating and all the stuff we have moving around, I'm also having to get rid of clothes and take trips to Goodwill and like look through everything and organize and pack stuff into boxes and coordinate my clothes and we're buying furniture like we had to buy a couch and schedule the delivery so that way when we're in Texas it's there and finding chair it's just been bananas over here so that gives you like a, a teeniest tiniest glimpse into what life has looked like recently I've just been super 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 busy with wedding details I feel like after the wedding I could probably do another one of these episodes of like things that went great at the wedding things that didn't I'm sure I'll definitely do that hopefully everything just goes perfectly I know that won't happen but that's what we're hoping for um but that's essentially what the last month and a half has looked like in a small watered down degree so now let's talk about how I'm feeling that's how that's like been everyone's biggest question especially this week I've gotten a bunch of text messages being like it's wedding week how are you feeling there really aren't words to describe how it feels to be in the week of your wedding it's the strangest thing we've been engaged for 14 months and so 14 months ago when we got engaged the wedding was so far away that it was just we were just engaged it wasn't like we're engaged and having a wedding soon it was just engagement there was no urgency it was so far away there was so much happening in between there that we had such a long engagement that I don't know like the real it didn't really set in that like the wedding was going to come and I feel like this probably happens to everyone is you put in thousands and I'm not even being dramatic thousands of hours and all of your energy into planning a one-day event and it feels wrong for that day to actually come like my brain isn't processing that come this Saturday it's Monday come this Saturday night all of this is going to be over I I seriously I can't even believe it so that's just the weirdest part I think about how I'm feeling I am super anxious and nervous which is so unlike me I don't really get nervous for big events I love big events and I also love being the center of attention let's just call it what it is I've always loved it it's really fun for me so I in theory like I shouldn't be nervous about the wedding but I am and I think obviously there's other stressors like the weather and getting everything going so I don't think I'm necessarily nervous about like everyone like staring at me but it's just there's so many tiny details to get things going and for the whole day to happen that I'm just feeling anxious about all of it. Obviously there's underlying stressors but I'm just anxious which I don't love and I just constantly feel like I'm forgetting things and small details or I'm like oh my gosh if I don't see this one TikTok in time I'm not gonna have time to do this like I'm still in the in the mode where I'm like I could literally still make anything happen for the wedding 
Like, there's something we ordered for the wedding literally last week, and we're like, perfect. So, like, there's still room. Not really now at this point, but, like, we're still ordering stuff on Amazon for the wedding. So, really, there still is. Until it's two days before the wedding, Prime can still be here, you know? But I'm just constantly anxious. I constantly feel like I'm forgetting things. I haven't been sleeping super awesome because every time I, like, close my eyes and like lay my head down to go to sleep I think of something I need to do and then I pull my phone out write it on my to-do list shut off the phone close my eyes same thing over and over and over again like I'll wake up having dreams about the wedding and that something went wrong it's it is like it has a chokehold on my life right now like in the best way possible like I love constantly thinking about the wedding but it definitely has me feeling some type of way I think that aspect of it because my mind can't rest that's what's making me the most anxious. Another thing that I'm feeling is I want a break from the stress. Like I would love to just like go somewhere and like not think about the wedding if I would if I was actually able to shut my brain off. Um, because like sometimes it's kind of hard to like constantly be sitting there and it's like the second you sit down to relax, you almost feel guilty because you're like, what's something else I can be doing for the wedding? Like even right now while recording this podcast, I'm like, I've already wasted 30 minutes recording when I could have been doing this for the wedding or I should have been thinking about this or working on this. So it's hard because you start feeling guilty about how you're spending your time. Like if I shower for too long, I don't know. It's a weird, maybe it's just a me thing. But I want to break from the stress, but I'm also trying to be as present as possible and really enjoy the stress because come February 6th, I'm going to miss the stress. And I know that and I'm going to be so sad that I'm not going to have another wedding and that I'm already starting to like grieve the wedding in the weirdest way possible. Like I'm already sad that it's about to end. Like I, I can't even express it. And I know probably some brides don't feel this way and they just kind of want their wedding to be over with because it's so stressful. That's, I know pretty much how Hunter feels. He's just like, I just want it to happen and I want us to be married. I'm like already sad about not having a wedding to talk about or a wedding to plan for, or like all these little moments that we've been prepping for, for 14 months to be over. Like, I just don't want that to happen. So then I'm feeling that way. So I'm like anxious about things going wrong. I'm stressed and I want the stress to end. I'm sad because I don't want it to be over. I'm so excited because I'm about to be getting married to literally the love of my life and be surrounded by all of our favorite people. And this entire vision that I've had my entire life is about to come to life. Okay. I'm very excited. On top of it, I'm really worried about COVID. I'm worried that people are going to have to cancel last minute because they're sick and we've already paid for them. So that's stressing me out. We haven't gotten the call yet, but it's the week of. So like those will probably start coming. And I've been praying about it and I've been really stressed about it. So then there's that aspect. I also don't, I mean, Hunter and I have been in quarantine. So it'll, if Hunter and I, or Hunter gets sick because I've already had COVID, that would just be the death of me. So like we've been really stressed about that. And like our family members getting sick or people having to miss. So that's. I'm worrying. That's an aspect of how I'm feeling. I'm sad because I can't believe the wedding's actually happening, but I'm excited because the wedding is happening. Long story short, as I've just word vomited how I'm feeling, my brain does not rest and I'm literally feeling every type of emotion possible. So that is how I'm feeling in a long way about it. I feel crazy. I feel like that's the best way to describe it. Okay, so the last part of this podcast episode, I wanted to talk about like talk to myself as the last time I'm really gonna I mean it's literally the last podcast I'm gonna do as a fiance which is just strange 
Like, I can't even believe that, like, I'm ending another chapter. I feel like, you know, I just graduated college. Like, that's a whole chapter and, you know, we're moving on. And so, as my last days as a fiancé, I'm trying to be, really enjoy it because, like, we'll never be, we're going to be married literally forever. So, that's such a long period of time and we've dated for four and a half years. So, it's like, we were only fiancés for this really short window of time and I'll never be engaged again. So, I'm really trying to be super present and embrace the change. I've really delayed the processing because I've just been in wedding planning mode. And so I know I'm about to like once we get back from the honeymoon and once we move to Texas and once all the craziness dies down, I'm really going to have to like lean into what post-grad life looks like. Um, and I'm excited for that. I'm gonna, like, excited to share that with y'all. I'm excited to pre- process that with y'all. I really don't know how I'm going to handle it. I don't know how I'm going to react. I'm sure I'm going to be all over the place. But that's just essentially like a new chapter that I'm feeling weird about. Weird's the best word. If you've been listening to She's Going Places throughout the past year, you know that 2021 took a beating on my mental health. And if that sounds anything like you, you should check out betterhelp.com slash listener. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You connect in a safe and private online environment, so it is so convenient. Plus, once you get matched, you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. You send a message to your counselor anytime and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. Plus, you can find counselors that specialize in very specific niches like anxiety or self-esteem, anger, grief, literally whatever you're looking for. Anything you share is confidential. It's convenient, professional, and affordable. I want you to start living a happier life today. So as a listener, if she's going places, you get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash listener. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash listener. It's 2022 and I know we all have New Year's resolutions to start our own businesses, make our own side hustles, or really just vamp up business as it is. So if you have a business, you need a website. What's the best way to get a website up and running? Choose a website hosting company that makes it simple, like Pair Networks. Pair has over 20 years of experience managing the entire digital ecosystem for thousands of online businesses all around the world. Pair makes it easy for you with do-it-yourself website built tools and features, including simple drag and drop page designs. And they have guaranteed US-based support technicians ready to help you whenever you need it. Right now, when you sign up with Pair Networks, you'll receive one month free web hosting. See for yourself how easy it is to build your website for free. Visit pair.com slash free to get your first month of website hosting for free by using the code quickstart. That's pair.com slash free promo code quickstart to get started today. So let's talk about what I did well while planning the wedding slash being engaged. And then we'll talk about things that went wrong and like advice that I would give if you were in my position. So a couple things I did well. Me and my mom and our entire like wedding planning unit, we were very organized and very prepared. We literally like kept 
a tally of everything. My mom has the most insane email folders that I've ever seen in my entire life. We've kept every note, every everything. We've been on top of things. We've been ahead of deadlines. We, overall, I would say the entire wedding planning process, we've been very prepared, which has made me feel so much better. I couldn't imagine not being organized and that adding a whole new level of stress. Another thing that we did really well is I really didn't miss out on anything in this process because I had a longer engagement, which I definitely, that's another thing that I think, like, in my opinion is better, is the longer engagement allowed me to not get told no about anything. Like, we were able to pick every vendor we want. I was able to find any venue that I wanted for any date that I wanted. I was able to get any dress that I wanted because we were not bound by time. And so that, I think, I think planning the wedding would have been infinitely more stressful if we were on a tighter time crunch. But because we were ahead of the typical, like, wedding planning timeline, opportunity was kind of endless for decisions. And so that I would definitely recommend to everyone. I know a long engagement kind of sounds, like, stinky because you just want to get married. But unless you're, like, willing to be stressed out for six months straight and, like, not breathe, then you could totally do it. But I was able, up until really this, like, month, like, have my own life in college and not be stressed about the wedding every single day. Like, so I definitely recommend that. Another thing I think we did really well was premarital counseling and, like, how we went about it. Um, the couple who did our premarital counseling knew Hunter and I from high school, and they literally watched us start dating up until now. And um, they're doing our wedding. And so, like, it all kind of tied together and it made a lot of sense. And they were the ones who did our counseling, got to get, like, an up-close and personal view of our relationship and ask us hard questions. And we did it far enough advanced that we've been able to apply some of the things that we learned in premarital counseling into our relationship and, like, seen what, like, as wedding planning's gotten harder, stressful, and, like, combining two families has, you know, been as crazy as it is. We've been able to take a lot that we've learned and apply it. So definitely recommend premarital counseling. Definitely recommend, if you can, doing it with people that you know. If that's not an option, just do it. I think it's amazing to start having hard conversations, especially if you've never had them in your relationship before, and, like, really asking the hard questions because it just made our relationship better. We also picked awesome vendors. I can't express this enough to do research when you're picking your vendors. My mom really was, I didn't realize how much of a blessing this was. She was very meticulous at the beginning, whereas I kind of had the view like, okay, well, they're on our venue's preferred vendor list, so they're all going to be awesome. So, like, let's just pick the one that has the better Instagram and we'll go with that. Like, that was kind of my take on it because, I don't know, I just really hadn't thought about the difference in vendors and, like, what they were going to be able to offer but my mom really did a lot of research into vendors and like looking for pictures and asking for more examples and like really digging in to what each vendor had to offer to pick the best people and team for us. And I wouldn't change that for a second. Sometimes that means you're going to pay a little bit more money or, and there were some areas where we were able to save some money after doing some research and being like, okay, like their work is really similar. And so we can go with the more inexpensive option but because we picked really awesome vendors, it's made this month and a half less stressful. There's obviously still been like vendor stress, 
but there certain people like we just haven't even had to worry about. Like we've really only had one vendor that were like was stressing us out for a second, but other than that, it has just been like breezy working with everybody. So that's been awesome. <clears throat> a huge tip that I would give people that we did really well is that we were our own advocates and you can't be afraid to ask for things. Um, my mom has always been really good at this, like literally our entire life. And like, that's where I learned it from because sometimes it's like easy when you have someone who's like a professional and let's say, for example, this isn't, um, like a personal example, but let's say my, I'm trying to think, let's talk about, let's say for like my wedding dress that we were like unhappy like you know how like it's a thing on TikTok where it's just like you get a manicure and you're unhappy but you still leave because like you feel bad telling them that you don't like it well now it's on a much grander scale because it's your wedding so you need to tell people you don't like it you need to communicate you need to stand up for yourself you need to keep a record of your own stuff because like people will change prices on you people like it's a business to all of these vendors and all these people and everyone that you're working with like this is their job and so you need to make sure that you're happy with everyone. At the end of the day, you are paying these people to make your wedding the best day of your life. And so you can't be afraid to ask for things. You can't be afraid to ask people to repeat themselves. You can't be afraid to ask people to clarify what they mean when they're talking in wedding jargon. And so I think that saved us a lot of headaches because we've been very thorough. And last thing would be don't be afraid to spend some money. And I mean that to say, let's just take vendors out of it. We're talking about little stuff. There's been a ton of little things that we've spent money on this past month, like detail things and extras and additions. And, you know, it, it, we're over budget. Let's just call it what it is. But there's certain things that we've, like, I personally have spent money on that, yes, it wasn't money that I planned on spending. But at the end of the day, you want to love every aspect of your wedding. And if you start saying no to things that you want because you're like, we're over budget, we're over budget, we're over budget. Like, at the end of the day, like, you want to be really happy with your wedding. And you want to, like, really enjoy all these different aspects. And so if you're spending a little bit more money on something nicer or something that you know that you'll enjoy. Like, for example, the other day we were looking at, like, bouquet preservations um, for, like, your wedding bouquet. And they, I had no idea. It was like $300, $400 to do. And so I was finding some cheaper options, but then I just like wasn't happy with how they looked. And like, okay, am I going to spend $100 on this and not like it and we'll probably throw it away? Or should I spend $250 on it now on something that I love and I'm going to keep forever? I know it's a ton of money right now. And like, I literally have been keeping Etsy and Amazon in business for the last month and a half, ordering stuff and like figuring out what I like and what I want. Like even for like my rehearsal day and dinner outfits or the shoes or the hair pieces or whatever it's going to be. There's just been certain things like our guest book that we spent money on that I was just like, I'm going to love having this later. And yes, it's like not as cheap as the $50 guest book that I saw on Etsy, but this is something like I'll actually put out in our home because I actually love it. And so, yeah, we've added some, we, we've made some purchases, but I'm going to be really grateful for the investments that I made because I'm going to want to keep all this stuff long term. And your daughter will love it. You know what I mean? So those are some of the things that I think I did really well while wedding planning and being engaged. Really quick, let's talk about some things that went wrong while wedding planning. Not a lot really went wrong. 
Like, like I said, we were really on top of stuff, but maybe these are some things like I didn't know that I heard no one talking about, or maybe I just wasn't paying attention to when people were talking about it. So let's just hop into it. Number one is birth control and the change in hormones. I was being really prepared about it because I anticipated the hormones being a problem. And so I got on birth control a year before the wedding because I really, I wanted to get on a birth control that made me feel good and didn't make me crazy by the time we got to the wedding. I was anticipating having to change birth controls. I was anticipating it being a hard process. What I was not anticipating was like a delayed reaction to the hormones. So for the first six months of me being on birth control, I didn't notice a change in anything. Like I thought it was awesome. Everything was going great. I felt good. And then all of a sudden, like I started in January, come like I would probably say July or August is when things started getting really bad. And the change in hormones started to like really affect my mental health, which I talked about that a bunch in season two. But then, like, at that point, now we're a lot closer to the wedding. When all of that's happening, then that affected my 21st birthday, and that affected my last semester of college. It affected my bridal shower. It affected shopping for a wedding dress. Like, it starts affecting a lot more the longer it takes for your body to adjust to it. And so, I don't know if, like, how to encourage you with that, um... I would say, like, really do your research, which I did, and I did it far enough in advance. I just think, like, maybe manage your expectations with how it's going to go. I think especially when, and I'm not saying, like, it all boils back to, like, purity culture, but for me, jumping into this, like, season of engagement and dealing with, like, it's like a, I just watched an awesome TikTok about this, where it's like, it's like, they expect a switch to flip, where, like, your entire life you're told that, all of these things and like waiting for marriage is like the best option and you can't have sex and you can't do all of these things and you can't talk about I don't know like talk about like a sex life or like have a sex drive or buy lingerie or look at the, like, like it's all just no 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 and then all of a sudden you're engaged and then you're supposed to be able to know what to do with birth control and like know what's the best stuff for you and you're supposed to know what products to buy it's very overwhelming and I'm definitely going to do an entire podcast episode about it, especially, you know, after the wedding and after I have more to say about it. Um, but it's just so weird. And so I guess I would just encourage you to like start having conversations with like friends and family and like experts, like get a really good gynecologist and like make a game plan, especially if like you are waiting for marriage and you've never used a contraceptive and like you're deciding between IUDs and birth control, whatever it's going to be. Um, to make sure that your happiness is a priority. Because I'm doing so much better now, and I'm so happy now, which I'm so grateful for. I'm not on birth control anymore, and I'm going to be able to be fully happy for my wedding, you know? But I just really wish I could have been a little healthier mentally through some of those bigger moments. The next thing that I just genuinely didn't think about or kind of brushed aside is that if there's something that you want to change about your appearance... You need to start earlier than you think. For me, like, and this goes with, like, if you want to, like, wax, if you want to do laser hair removal, if you want to get an IUD, let's say you want to get, like, lip filler or Botox or your ears pierced. I don't know. But if there's something that you want to do about your appearance, like, you can't do it the month of the wedding. There were so many things I just, like, pushed off, like, 
waxing or whatever it's going to be. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll just do it when I get home. But then everyone's like, you can't, you can't get waxed for the first time a week before your wedding. Like you don't know if you're going to have an allergic reaction and you're just like, oh, or you can't buy new skincare. Like you can't wait to splurge on expensive skincare for the month of your wedding because you don't know how your face is going to react to it. Like literally you want to be as normal and as regulated as possible. So if you're going to make changes to what products you're using, what shampoo and conditioner that you use, where you're waxing, your workout routine, whatever it's going to be, you need to be making those a lot earlier than you think. And there's like a good timeline like online for when you can do stuff. I just really didn't think about it. And so there's been a few things, not many, but a few things that I was like planning on doing, like waxing is a great example, that I'm not able to do because I don't have enough time now. And so just definitely stay on top of it and just get a good idea of what you want to do well in advance. Another thing that I feel like I didn't do as well in wedding planning is I didn't worry as much about the details, like teeny tiny details, more than like a month ago. And I accidentally procrastinated a lot and a lot of that is shopping, like for example, like honeymoon shopping. I didn't even think about ordering stuff for the honeymoon until literally a couple weeks ago and I'm not even being dramatic whereas I see girls on TikTok and they're like four months until my wedding look at this bikini I bought for my honeymoon and I'm like I didn't that wasn't even coming across my mind at that point and so that would also probably help with cost is like spreading out your purchases and shopping farther in advance because there's been certain there was a dress for my rehearsal dinner that I fell in love with online that they had oh I wanted to get this like custom dress and they're like, cool, it's going to take three months to get there. And I'm like, okay, cool, can't do that. Or there was, like, another dress that I wanted that's in Australia that's, like, sorry, you're not going to be able to get it in time. And there was just certain things that I just didn't think about, like, wedding wardrobe. Like, start thinking about your wedding wardrobe as soon as you get engaged and, like, picturing what you want every event to look like. I just went event to event to event. And so for my bridal shower was my first like wedding wardrobe thing. Like I waited until like the month of, and I was like, shoot, I need to order stuff for my, like I need to order a bridal shower dress, which, so then I wasn't able to put as much thought. I was just making the most out of whatever I could get there in time and my size and things. And then I didn't learn my lesson. And then, so for everything, like I still didn't even get a rehearsal dinner dress until like a month ago when I was like, I need to be on top of it. I need to think that through. I need to, nope, I just didn't. And so I would definitely encourage you to stay on top of your wedding wardrobe and really think about what you want. Same with Bachelorette. I was ordering stuff for Bachelorette until like the week before. Once again, thank you, Amazon Prime. But I just waited on a lot of stuff. So definitely think about the shopping. Think about the wedding wardrobe. Dance lessons. Hunter and I like started taking a dance lesson like literally like two weeks ago, basically. Three weeks ago, maybe. Um... Just, I just, not that, like, I think that you need them, but I just kind of wanted it to, like, look a little polished and just not as boring. Just something cute. And, you know, we waited to do that. Skincare, once again, buying makeup. Oh my gosh, I had always pictured being able to get my hands on the Charlotte Tilbury contour wands and, like, blush and, like, having, like, a really dewy, um, like, I'm doing my own makeup for my rehearsal and rehearsal dinner. Like, I wanted some to buy some nicer makeup for that. They're sold out everywhere. But if I had sat down and thought about it three months ago, I could have gotten on the wait list for those items and I could have gotten them by now. 
So just start thinking about some purchases that you want to make and prior same with ordering gifts. I waited to order so many gifts because I just like didn't want to have to stress out about shipping them places. And then so Etsy is all backed up because of the holidays and I'm trying to order stuff. Just don't be me and just start ordering stuff earlier than the month of your wedding. That's probably the worst thing that I did. And the last thing that I wish I did during my engagement is I wish I vlogged the wedding process, not because I want to be like a YouTuber instabatty, but because I wish I had videos of the process, like for me and for Hunter and for our family to like watch me go wedding dress shopping. Obviously, I wouldn't, I don't know, I wouldn't want him to see that until after the wedding. But so it's not even necessarily about like posting it on YouTube, like having videos like of my bachelorette weekend. Like I wish I vlogged that. And so I am vlogging. I'm, I'm putting it out into the world. So it's going to have to happen. I am vlogging this week and going into the wedding. As soon as I get Kenzie's vlog camera, I'm going to do it. Um, just it's literally for me and for friends and family. And I'll, I might post it somewhere. Um, I'm sure now you guys can like, please post it so I can see it. Um, so I probably will put it on YouTube or something, but not because I want to be like a wedding vlogger, but because I just wish I had like some behind the scenes, you know, to like just go back and watch. Like I'm a big documenter, love taking pictures and videos. And so that just like makes sense for me to have those videos. So that's just something I wish that I did. But that's everything for this week's episode. That's everything I wish I did or the best things that I did, how I'm feeling, what's going on. I can't believe that I'm getting married in when, well, when you're listening to this, like literally four, three days, something like, something crazy like that. I don't even know. I can't even believe life right now. I really don't have words for how this whole process is. It feels so good to be back. It feels so good to be recording. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. You guys are amazing. I can't wait to be back and posting episodes much more consistently and being back a part of your weekly routine. I miss chatting with y'all on Wednesdays. Y'all are the best ever. If you loved this week's episode and you're excited for season three, please go down below and leave a review. It seriously helps She's Going Places grow. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok. That's at She's Going Places podcast. I hope you have an amazing week and let's go places together.